And here it is. You wake up in the morning, you're failing. So you blame the president, you blame Congress, you blame Greece, blame the Euro. I mean, you, construction in the street, it's the mayor. Oh, it's the, the. And you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you're not failing because it's the other guy's fault. Or it's the economy's fault. But if you looked in the mirror and said, I'm failing because of me, you wouldn't like it. And you change that. And I believe the common denominator of failure in any business is excuses. As long as you wake up and blame poor sales on the economy or an environment, then you have no motivation to make it better. Because <laughs> it's not your fault. So wake up in the morning and own your failure. Look in the mirror and say, I'm failing because of me. You won't like it. And then you'll change it. But as long as you don't put it on you, you have no motivation to change it. So in short, if you own your failure, you'll own your success. If you don't own your failure, you'll never dig out. Well, I think that um, personal ambition is worth fighting for. It, it really is something that if you don't fight for it, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. And if you regret it, you're going to be an unhappy person. If you're an unhappy person, it's going to affect your family. So you can see the chain of command all the way down, that it can be pretty devastating. What makes you uh, happy enough in your life that you want to make other people happy? Where will you be in your business and your life in 36 months? Not because you hope, because you decide. How do you create your life? You get hungry for something, don't you? Who has done something in your life that once seemed difficult or impossible, and now it's part of your life? Who's got something in your life in this area? Say, I. How did you do it? You created it three ways. Number one. You decided there's something you wanted so bad that you unleashed all your desire. You became obsessed with it. If there's something you once envisioned and now it's real, it's because you didn't just envision it, you brought so much emotion to it that now it's in your life. It was once a dream, it was once a goal, and now it's in your life. I always say first you gotta be a self-motivator because there are a lot of naysayers out there. There are a lot of people that are gonna tell you that you can't do it or it's impossible or it's not the right time or you're too young or you're not the right fit. Uh, so you gotta wake up every morning and look in the mirror and encourage yourself. Because if you can be your own number one fan, then that's, that's where it begins. And after you get your self-motivation down, it's about the self-generation. You gotta be a self-generator. And that's not waiting for anybody. You gotta get out there and do it yourself. If you get out there and do it yourself, people are gonna acknowledge that you're they're going to acknowledge your effort. But what I don't think we should do is limit ourselves in any way, shape, or form in terms of what we think we're capable of. Word. You know, and I think that's been part of the problem. We're relegated into to these particular fields, and who says that you can only do those things? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, unless it's something physically preventing you from doing it, mm -hmm. in which case, leave it alone. But other than that, go for it like go for it and but just be prepared for what you know you are going to deal with those you know things and when you find people that you can connect to who will support you whether they are male or female those are the people you need to keep in your life one of the big problems is sitting down and doing the work mm -hmm. and you you got to and Pressfield talks about that 
in the most concise and beautiful way. And he labels it like an enemy. He calls it resistance. Mm -hmm. You know, and that you have to sit down, you have to overcome resistance, and that the pro goes to work. And it doesn't matter if you're sick, doesn't matter if you have kids, it doesn't matter what you you're a pro and you go to work. And that and that just it puts it in your head that this is what I do. This is what, and you have pride in that. And then when you are in front of that keyboard, and you're, you're, you got, you look down the count. It says, I got a thousand words today. I put a thousand words in. You, yeah, and yeah. you, you, are doing the work. Yeah. And out of that work, gems blossom. Yeah. Little things, but you might have a day where you just write nothing but dog. Sh so what? Show up again tomorrow, and tomorrow out of that dog, sh a flower will emerge. You never know, and that's the only way to develop real. Like, to, to really develop your potential 100% in anything. When you've had those productive days, remember the day when you were so productive, you, you literally worked through lunch and dinner, and you looked up at 7 o'clock, you should have been home an hour ago, and you're like, dude, I hadn't had lunch or dinner. You know why? Because that day you were active, productive, hitting it, slamming, creative, and completely committed. Look, that's where you need to be today. If you believe in yourself, if you constantly remind yourself after every defeat, after every setback, every time you get knocked down, I've got a saying, if life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. See, a lot of people, because of failure, they stop, they stop believing. Let me share something with you. You will fail your way to success. Yes. Eight out of 10 millionaires have been financially bankrupt. You will fail your way to success. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. It doesn't matter how many times people tell you that you can't do it. It doesn't matter if you don't have a dime in the bank. You will fail your way to success. What's very important is you. You're believing in yourself. You're constantly saying, somehow, some way, I'm going to make it. I remember a lady out of Detroit, Michigan. They call her Martha Jean the Queen. And she had a motivational message she gave all the time on the radio. And the question she would ask was, do you really want to win? Pain is temporary. It may last for a minute or an hour or a day or even a year. But eventually it will subside and something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it will last forever. Listen to me, I'm telling you as I leave, I'm telling you as I leave, I was homeless for two and a half years. And the problem with most of you, you never felt no pain before. Y'all spoil. Y'all spoil. Some of y'all spoil. Just bottom line. Your parents have done everything for you. You never had to do nothing for yourself. You're spoiled. We're going to keep it real tonight. Some of you are spoiled brats. Every time you ever got in trouble, somebody in your house got you out of it. Every time you've done something you're not supposed to do, people say, Eric, your mother's a tyrant. You're right. She kicked me out. You're right. She's mean, but she developed a man because she put me out there and said, you're going to have to grow up. And some of you have never learned to grow up. And so every time something get hard, you quit, you call mama. I dare you to take a little pain. I dare you. I dare you not to go home. Somebody said, I don't go home. I feel bad. Go, go through it. You ain't gonna die at the end of pain and success. You're not gonna die because you're feeling a little pain. I'm not eating like I eat at home. That's why you're about to go to the next level because if you keep eating like you ate at home, you will keep being a boy or a girl. It's time to become man, woman. So don't, don't worry about a little pain. 
There's a, a bunch of people that will say, yeah, well, I have a family, so, you know, it's a great idea for you to just go out there and go crazy. I have people to support. You need to listen. Stop saying that. Stop saying any of those things. Every single person who has ever done anything worthwhile or exceptional or difficult or extraordinary, anyone, whether it's great artists or authors or mathematicians or whatever the f- it is, everyone encounters difficulties. There is no easy road. It does not exist. It is impossible. Everyone has issues. If you have time to pursue a hobby, if you have time to do anything in your life, you can better yourself. And here's one way you never better yourself. When you come up with excuses for why other people are successful and you're not, that is dangerous. When you give yourself an escape, yeah, well, that's easy for you to say, you know, you do this, you do this, trust me. Everybody has a hard road. I wanted to jump out a window several times during my young life. I wanted to jump in front of a train and just end it because it's too much pressure. Not really. But you know what I'm saying. Theoretically. We all go through hard times. We all go through depression. We all do go through doubt and, and, and moments in your life where it's really f- difficult and you're trying to figure out what the f- your path is going to be. It's hard as sh- But... Stefan and I were talking about this before the podcast starts, that that is what makes you a person. And those difficult moments are what build your character. Show me a great man who's the son of a great man. You know, that's what we're saying. These kids that are born billionaires, you're f***ed. You're f***ed. You're never going to be a self-made person. We have this ideal, this image, that everything has to be great, that we don't want any problems because we're supposed to be happy all the time, we're supposed to be fulfilled, we're supposed to be full of joy, and nothing's supposed to go wrong. But the problems are what make us have the other side of happiness. The harder our problems and the, 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 the way we find solutions, the way we overcome those problems, the way we process them, be sad, be hurt, be annoyed, and push it out, learn from it, and move on, the level of our problems is the level of our success. You know, you might want to be in a rock band and you want to know the feel of being up on stage and having all these people loving you and cheering. But if you don't want to go through the, the, the practices and the rehearsals and carrying your stuff in and out of, out of, you know, dumpy little bars and stuff like that all those years, then you don't want to take on that problem of learning in order to have the reward for being on stage and being a musician, right? If you want to start your own company and you just want to make the money and drive the fancy cars like so many of these websites you see, the billion dollar website and a bunch of people flashing money, you know, it makes you think, oh, I I want all that happiness, but I don't want the problems to get there. Listen, that old saying, the, the smoothest rock is in the roughest part of the stream. If you've had problems, if you are having a problem in your life, how you overcome that problem, how you figure out solutions is the level of life that you get to live. Somebody told me once, the level of complexity you can handle is the just correlates in so many ways to the amount of money and the happiness you can achieve. And again, I share this with my kids all the time. You don't know tall until you know short. You don't know happy unless you know sad. You don't know cloudy days unless you know sunny days and vice versa. So what I'm sharing with you is, Your problems are here to sharpen us. Your problems are here to make us stronger. Your problems are here to get the, find the solutions and the more problems you can take on, the more problems you can get through and come out strong on the other side, the faster your life will go to the next level. 
uh, Winston Churchill said the definition of success is going from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. Take it one step further from problems to obstacles that you can overcome. They make you stronger. They make you have more grit and you have the ability to go to the next level. Don't try to avoid problems. Fix those problems, get through it, find a solution, and watch yourself just step up the ladder of success. Whether it's real estate, whether it's success in your own life, your happiness, your joy, your abundance, you have the opportunity to look at problems differently as a blessing, as a gift, as hard as some of them are. Get over them and hit that next level, the one you deserve. I want you to live and not be frustrated and upset all the time and full of hatred and bitterness and anger and mad at everybody because you're not happy. Why don't we just grow up and say, I'm going to take some responsibility. I'm going to be responsible for me. If I'm acting bad, it's not your fault. It's my choice. Well, I'll change if you'll change. You know what? You need to change whether they change or not. Everyone likes to talk about failures, you know, but the main thing is you might have a lot of little small steps. Every one of those steps seemed to not take you anywhere in money. It didn't get you much more money. It didn't get you any money. But, you know, you're kind of proud. You show them off to friends even. Your mind was increasing. Your methods of coming up with better solutions was increasing. You not only have to now read a book on how things are done, you can write the book, and that's called creativity. You create new things yourself. So always try to, here, here's the biggest key I can give to anybody in the world, that if you're kind of smart and you're working on some project, maybe it's software, maybe it's hardware, try to think at the end, you, you complete it. You know enough to complete it. Don't stop there. Say, how can I make it perfect, almost better than any other human being would? Can I shorten the code? Can I redo it a little cleaner structure? Give yourself some of those redos. And when you're young, you'll put in a lot more than eight hours a day. The time is now. The time is now to express and for people to believe in themselves. The time is now for it to be okay to be great. People in this world shun people for being great, for being a bright color, for standing out. But the time is now to be okay to be the greatest you. Those days. <laughs> Those days when I'm tired or worn out or just basically sick of the grind. What, what do I do on those days? I go anyways. I get it done even if I'm just going through the motions. I go through the motions. I don't really want to work out. I work out. I, I really don't want to hammer on a project. I hammer on the project. Don't really want to get up and get out of bed. Yeah, I get up and get out of bed. Now, these could be signals that you need some time off. And those signals might be right. They could be correct. But don't take today off. Not today. Wait until tomorrow. Don't, don't give in to the immediate gratification that is whispering in your ear. Shut that down. Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights. Sprint 
the hill, work on the project, get out of bed. Now, as an overall rule, I do not like procrastination. You need to get things done. But if you are going to rest, that is one thing that you should procrastinate on. That's the one thing I want you to put off until tomorrow. And if when tomorrow comes, you still feel like you need to rest or you need to take a break, then okay, take it. But the chances are you won't. You won't need that rest. Chances are you will realize that the desire to rest was just weakness. It was just the desire to take the path of least resistance, the downhill path, the easy path. And by simply going through the motions, you overcame that path and you stayed on the righteous path, the disciplined path. You stayed on the war path, which is right where you know that you belong. You know, people like Mozart and, and Beckham and, and the great athletes, humanitarians, entrepreneurs, chess champions were less about genetics and, gene, and natural talent and what makes icons in whatever field of, uh, you choose is not your talent. It's things like the amount that you practice, your ability to stay with your practice for the 10,000 hours, your social circle. I mean, what made the, the great Brazilian footballers great was not that they have some natural thing by living in Brazil. It's every little kid from pretty much the moment he's three or four years old, right? sees the heroes and it's the ticket out of poverty and so all they do is touch the football every single day and night and by the time they're 11 years old they've touched the football millions of times and they are therefore untouchable compared to anyone else around the world and all I'm saying is genius is not something you're born with genius is something that you apply you don't you don't get lucky you make lucky success is not something that is you know divinely bestowed on you success whether it's prosperity or or whatever it is is something that you earn by grit hard work but we know from psychology and we know from goal attainment theory that unless you're starting with those small steps and giving yourself credit for them, the odds are you're not gonna go on to the next steps that are bigger and bigger and bigger because your identity is still at the beginning stage, right? If you always feel like the beginner at something and you never feel the competency gains that comes from accomplishing and moving forward but giving yourself credit for it, you're not likely to take on the bigger things in life. So check yourself on this one. When's the last time you really gave yourself credit? When's the last time you really celebrated just a small little thing? And comment below, what was that thing? What did you do? What was the achievement or what was the step you took and, and how did you celebrate? Did you go out to dinner? Did you tell your spouse about it? Did you write in journal about it? Did you put something up and frame it? Like, what did you do to celebrate that you were beginning? Can you go to what you're like? Can you go to your mistakes? Can you go to your weaknesses, right? Can you go to other people's mistakes and weaknesses? Some people, because of an ego barrier, can't do that. And so if they don't recognize their own mistakes, their own weaknesses, uh, or others' mistakes and weaknesses, what the root cause me, being what they're like because of ego barriers, if they can't go there, they're going to repeat those mistakes. They're going to have them over and over again. 
You know, when you fall and you fail so many times, you just say, uh, you know, you kind of just look yourself in the mirror and say, well, you know, what are you going to do about it? You, know, you have all these other people around you. And, and yes, it's a team game. And, and yes, everything, you know, has to fall in place with the team. But what are you going to do to help things become different? You know, and, uh, you know, I did that a lot. You're only human and humans make mistakes. You know, but it's the ones that learn from their mistakes and, and come back that separates, you know, this human from that human. A friend of mine, like I said, told me that, uh, you know, the best teacher in life is experience. There's so much truth to that, you know, and you have to learn from it. And uh, it hurts when you're in that moment where you fail. It's how tall you stand, um, how passionate are, are you, and are you going to you know, shy away from the fact that, uh, you know, you don't want that goal anymore or you're going to push through that wall. You, you can't be perfect. Don't try to be perfect. Um, it's impossible. No one is perfect. If you make a mistake, you have to live with it and then you have to be able to, to grow from it. Um, you can't continue to make mistake after mistake after mistake and then think that you're going to be able to come back from that. Want to know why most people can never get anywhere in life? Why most people never live, never experience, never build, never do anything worthwhile in life? You've never done something before. You expect yourself to be awesome at it. You haven't done the work. You haven't put in the time. You haven't put in the study hours. You haven't had the experience, but you expect to be good. And because you expect to be good, but you know you're not going to be good, you don't do anything. People come at life with the wrong attitude, okay? And, and they don't like hearing the truth. And the truth of the matter is this. The world owes you nothing. The world doesn't think you're special like your mom does. It doesn't think you're a delicate little flower. It doesn't care about you. Now, with that being said, the world doesn't hate you. It doesn't want you to fail. It just is, okay? And I see so many people going through their life with this overwhelming feeling of either A, the world owes me something or B, the world hates me. And the reality is it's neither. I really want you to take a look at the fact that the pain of, of avoiding study is much worse than the studying itself. There's nothing really painful about studying. Studying is enjoyable. Picking up a book, sitting on a couch and reading it, or snuggling in your bed. Like When you're studying, what's cool is that you can set up the environment however you want. So you can literally be sitting there, you can have a nice coffee or a drink or a soda next to you. You can have some nice food, you can have some nice music playing. Like you can really set up a really comfortable learning environment. And so no idea works unless you're willing to roll up your sleeves, do the practice, invest the time, put in the effort, do the work. I think we've all observed a lot of people who they love reading the books, they love showing up at the courses, they do all the online training and nothing ever changes. And they say, well, you know, I don't know why it doesn't change, why my life doesn't change, why my thinking doesn't change, why my performance doesn't change, why my relationships don't change. Well, it's because Ideas don't work if you don't execute on them. So if you look at the great business builders, you look at any great performer, one thing that makes them great is their grit. One thing that makes them great is their hunger to practice. 
One thing that makes them great is they are willing to sacrifice. I mean, yes, they're passionate, but did you know the root of the word passion is suffering? You've gotta be willing to suffer for your vision. You've gotta be willing to suffer to reach BIW, best in world. You've gotta be willing to suffer the ridicule and laughter of your critics and your cynics to get to a place called world class. I think that if we woke up every morning and we looked at our, our day or our careers um, as though something was going to go wrong or something could happen, we couldn't reach our fullest potential. Um, you kind of have to just dive into every day like this is the last time I'm going to do this. I think that's how you become the best. That's how you become your best self. And um, you know, I don't step onto the stage thinking uh, I might fall tonight. It's like I'm going to go for it. And if I fall, how am I going to recover? And you know, that's kind of the approach that you have to have, especially when you're at this level, um, that you can't think about, um, you know, what if, what if what this, if? yeah, goes wrong and just keep striving. Well, I think that um, personal ambition is worth fighting for. It, it really is something that if you don't fight for it, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. And if you regret it, you're going to be an unhappy person. If you're an unhappy person, it's going to affect your family. So you can see the chain command all the way down that it can be pretty devastating um, we you know the common answer is we fight for a family uh, yeah but fighting for family starts with you mm -hmm. so you got to fight for peace of mind that's what I think you have to go for you know what makes you uh, happy enough in your life that you want to make other people happy I get it back by remembering that you might die tomorrow. That's true. So I'm inspired by practicality and reality and the truth, which is it is ridiculously impossible to become a human being. I am one. I have other good things going for me as a human being and I'm just grateful. You, you're dwelling and looking at what you don't have versus looking at what you have. If you actually looked at what you had, your health, you know, living in America, you know, who the heck knows what would be on your list if you actually spent all your time looking at that versus I don't have a million dollars, I'm not famous, I don't have this. If you spent all your time on what you have versus what you don't have, you would be the happiest girl on earth. The thing is every successful person you know has failed at what they love to do before. Um, I've been unsuccessful uh, in my career. Uh, you just didn't know about it because I wasn't famous yet and I was trying to be famous. I was trying to get a record deal for six years and I kept getting uh, turned down. And any successful person you know, even though it seems like everything just happened for them, uh, it usually was preceded by a bunch of failure uh, or at least a significant amount. But the great ones aren't the ones that don't fail. They're, they're the ones that learn from their failure and they keep going and they're persistent and they're tenacious. I realized that there was a ceiling um, that I couldn't crack through unless I actually uh, studied and worked under a coach to get better. And uh, this idea that things are just fixed um, is proven not to be the case. You can get better at things, you can grow, and even people that are innately talented still need to go beyond uh, that basic talent that they have and, and cultivate it. Then, like you say, drive. Then it's how your drive is. I had to learn drive. 
That's why I have my managers to teach me drive or to, you know, push me because you can relax. You can say, oh, I could do that, or oh, I could do that. But are you going to be that person? I know this person. This person that calls me up, man, did you see what Denzel did in that movie, man? And that was, and you're like, he said, I could have, and maybe he could have, but he doesn't have the drive, the Denzel. And so therefore, if you don't have drive, then you never, you, you, you quit cultivating your talent. Because once you rest, and once you say it's over, I've gotten to the mountaintop, then your talent starts to dwindle too. That's why, I, the minute the, the, the award season was over, I was at Wet Willie's in, in Miami doing jokes for people just on the street. And I was like, what? just to see what would work. You know, jokes either about the Oscars or jokes about whatever. And then you go to Atlanta and work on your jokes there. So that hustle, what I call hustle, is very important because at some point, you're gonna be able to pull the hustle back just a little bit, and then you pick your spots. The time right now is a hustle to set things up so that in the future, you're able to cut back just a little bit and just pick your spots. Like playing a video game is very exciting in the moment, but studying, it's kind of this like longer term, smooth and mellow sort of excitement. It's a really cool thing and I want you to develop a love for that as you're going through your school and college days. So remember that this is something that you're building and something that you're cultivating, you know, have a vision for why you're studying so hard. I need to practice. Remember, before the day comes, you got to practice. You cannot be standing at the free throw line playing professional basketball in the seventh game of the NBA championship and to hope right then you're going to be practicing. Practice is too late. Larry Bird used to, the great basketball player, he used to shoot, whatever, a thousand free throws. Eight in the morning. My friend Don Ravine trains a lot of the pro basketball players. And he says, these guys are up when everybody else is sleeping their practice so everything you want is gonna entail a good bit of practice just like a pro I was actually my friend was uh, one of the Chicago Bulls he's retired for 10 years he still wakes up at 4 in the morning and works out 4 it takes tremendous discipline he never got out of that discipline uh, work hard you're gonna need some luck but the harder you work the luckier you get and if it doesn't work out, that's not the end of the world. I, I just don't have anything in common with people that sit there and say, oh my God, it was terrible. It was terrible. It's, over, it's water over the dam, under the bridge. Get on with it and start another business the next day or another career. And be honest, look in a mirror and say, why didn't it work out? Well, it wasn't the skill set or it wasn't, I didn't have the temperament for it or I was in the wrong place, wrong time. Uh, maybe I can afford to do it again. Maybe I can't. But people aren't honest with themselves. They, what I've always done is I've taken a yellow pad, I draw a line down the middle, write out the pros on one side, the cons on another, in a sense that if I let you see it, you wouldn't laugh at me. And then when I get done, I just rip it up and throw it away because I've worked out in my mind what is real and what isn't and what I can present to people and what I can't. Breakthroughs come when you continue to pursue a specific course, never giving up. A breakthrough com comes when you refuse to accept the status quo, when you refuse to take no for an answer, and you keep on knocking, and you keep on pounding the pavement, when you refuse to be a victim of circumstances. A breakthrough comes when you realize that you don't have to be a product of your environment, and when you realize that you have the power to change your life Nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible. I have to tell each and every one of you that it doesn't matter how, 
how old you are, how young you are, your age, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. And I always say, if I can do it, anyone can do it. And the reason that I always say that, because I didn't grow up with things being handed to me, I had to work hard, I had to dedicate myself, and I had to be determined, and I was. Even outside of sport, it could be education, it could be business, it could be anything. Um, it requires discipline and hard work and determination. Most importantly, it requires self-belief because like me, some people might not believe in you, but you have to believe in you. And sometimes you, you're gonna be your own cheerleader and you have to be your biggest and your best cheerleader. Take that to heart and never stop believing in yourself and really always support who you are. You have a good chance at making some of your wildest dreams come true. Um, most people don't even try, sadly. Um, uh, most people um, try and then stop or give up. Um, very few people try and try and try or do and do and do and do and never give up. And those are the people that, that ultimately succeed and win. And um, it's, I never think that I really have anything uh, special to offer. I'm just stubborn enough to keep um, walking forward and put one foot in, in front of the other. Even, even when I have a lot of doubt, um, I just keep marching forward and working hard. The most important thing is that you have a vision, that you have a goal. Because without that vision and without that goal, again, you're drifting around and you're never going to end up anywhere. People don't become successful just by accident. You know, I mean, maybe the guy uh, that found gold in California and started the gold rush, but don't count on that. That's the one in a, in a lifetime kind of a situation. So you got to really have a specific goal. And to me, to have that vision that I want to be Mr. Universe, that I want to be the greatest bodybuilder of all time, that was a great vision and that specifically to look like Reg Park and to be up there on that stage and to lift the trophy overhead and to win the championship over and over and over again. So that was a great goal. You have to have a goal. Now it doesn't have to be that specific goal, but it has to have some goal. Um, and it's pushing, I like to say you push until it hurts. Or you, you sort of, you want to be always pushing beyond what you're comfortable with, and um, you're sweating just a little bit all the time. And, and when that happens, when you're, when you're constantly pushing beyond what you think, what you know is possible, you're always sweating a little bit and you're always a little bit nervous. So when you're pushing like that and you're never really relaxed, then it always feels small. And so in many ways, it feels to me the same now as it did at the beginning. What's important is why are you trying to become a great student? You want to become a great student, you want to learn how to study because this is a critical life skill. This is something that literally is going to set up your entire life and this will mean the difference between being happy and being miserable. This will mean the difference between being rich and being poor. This will be the difference between being neurotic and being uh, uh, calm and even keeled in your life. This will be the difference between having uh, an amazing marriage, an amazing relationship and a horrible marriage and a horrible relationship. This will be the difference between having an amazing successful business and a disastrous business that goes into bankruptcy. So literally every area of your life that you want to have success in or you want to be happy in will require study. I have to tell you that I always felt from my parents that you could achieve anything 
so long as you worked hard. They were like all about hard work and and being able to accomplish whatever it is that you wanted to accomplish. Like that that was the idea that was put in my head very young. And um, when they asked me, you know, like what would you want to be up there? And they gave me a choice of all these words. And I said, be extraordinary because I feel like we're all extraordinary. Nobody's the same. Nobody, there's no two people that are alike. And Honestly, we all have the capacity and we all have it in us, the ability to do whatever it is that we want to do. And all we have to do is kind of just put our minds to it and, and just work hard and you can make anything happen. Studying must be a priority. You can make all your dreams become a reality if you stop studying just when you feel like it and make it a priority. You're studying after you go out with your friends. You're studying after you've watched TV. You're leaving your studying until you're bored and have nothing to do. Then you study. You're not serious. You're not eating it. You're not dreaming it. It's not haunting your dreams at night. You pass your exams. You get to the top of the class. It will open doors. I promise you that. You gotta shut the TV down. You've gotta shut certain people down. You need to optimize your life. That homework, you can get it done. That exam, you can get it done. That degree, you can get it done. But you're doing it in your leisure time. Listen to me. You're not making your studying a priority. You're not making your education a priority. There's some stuff you gotta shut down. Whatever your goals are, it can get done. You can get it done. And how will we do? We will do it by listing our priorities. We will do it by shutting everything else out. We will do it by saying no to everything that does not apply to our priorities. We will do it by getting focused, laser focused. We will do it by waking up every single day and taking every moment of the day and focusing on what's a priority. And then, when we get to the end of the year, we will not be disappointed. We will not be defeated. We will not be destroyed. When we get to the end of the year, we will not be disappointed. This will not be another disappointing year. This will not be another year of excuses. This will not be another year where you avoid work. This will be the year that you stop half doing stuff. You stop half doing your homework. You stop half doing your exams. You stop half doing your studying. This will be the year of execution. If not now, when? If not you, who? Look, I never told you it would be easy, but it's doable. It's not going to be easy, but it will get done. Let me give you an example. This is how I did it. I turned my paper in four weeks early, and she sent it back to me with a whole bunch of red. I fixed it and gave it back to her, and she gave me some more red. So I fixed it again and gave it back to her, and she told me, you don't really write that well. I don't know if you're going to be able to get a 4.0. I said, look, where I come from, it's not all about skill. Let me tell you something. You will miss a lot of shows fooling with me. Your family will not get a lot of family time. You will check my paper over and over and over. I'm being real. I will not stop turning in my paper. You will keep grading my paper. And if I were you, I would help me to make the corrections so you don't got to keep dealing with me. But if you think I'm going to quit, 
I promise you, I will be at your office hours, every office hour. I will haunt you in your sleep until I achieve what I want to achieve. There are people with incredible talent and no motivation. And then there are other people who are willing to work their tails off who don't have a natural ability but will become successful because they're so determined. You know, every time you lose at something, you're one step closer to winning the next time. The difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is simple. Unsuccessful people give up. The hardest thing in life to learn is to lose. You win, you're happy. You get a high five. Your friends are happy. That's easy. It's your ability to take a loss, get up the next day, dust yourself off, and keep going that really determines your true character. I just want to encourage everybody out there, listen to me. Your day is coming. But you got to do me a favor. You got to sit down and you got to look at your life and you got to look at the work you're putting in. You got to look at how much you procrastinate. You've got to pay attention and look at where you're going wrong. Look at where you can improve and you put it all together. And before you know it, you've got the grades that you were aiming for. You've got the career you were aiming for. You've got the car and the house you were dreaming of. If you're willing to grind it out, you can get it done. They're not morning people. I'm just not a morning person. You're not a morning person because you, you're not living in your purpose. See, you hate waking up because you're waking up and you don't know the reason. You're waking up and you don't have no design in mind. Just stop and think about what's most important. Think about why you're here. You are here for a reason. There's something for you to do and be here. Take a look at what burns on the inside of you. You've got to find what you love. What burns in your heart is important for you to pay attention to. But you got to jump. You gotta find something within. And when you find out what your why is, we don't sleep day or night together. People who are running toward their dreams, life has a special kind of meaning. When you find your why, you find a way to make it happen. When you truly need something, you can find a way. And you stop at nothing to reach it. What you will realize is, that you have greatness within you. What you'll realize is that you're more powerful than you could ever begin to imagine. We're all dying. What are you dying to do? What is your true purpose on this earth? the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you learn why. I've got one question for you. 
If you could have your goal right now, would you take it? Would you even be able to handle it? Think about it, really envision, visualize, think it through. What is it that you want? Are you ready for it? Have you become the person worthy of it? Could you handle it? If you could have your goal right now, would you take it? See, that's a tough question. It should be easy. The answer should be yes, I'll take it right now. Give it to me. But that's the problem. It can't be given. You've got to go out there and take it like it's yours, like you own it. But are you ready for it? Have you worked for it? Have you put the time and the energy? Have you become a person that's qualified for it? Of course, it all starts in the mind, truly believing that you deserve it, truly believing that you are capable of having it. But it takes work. Have you put the work in? Every day, are you working towards it? If you could have your goal right now, would you take it? How does the achievement of your goal affect you, affect your family, affect the ones around you? Would you take it? Could you handle it? Are you prepared for it? Are you prepared for all the change it's going to bring? Because when we want more out of life, we get more of everything. We get more money, we get more impact, more influence. We also get more problems, more criticisms, more conflict, more controversy. People doubting you, people telling you you're not ready. People saying that you're not the person to be doing this kind of work. People saying that you're not the real deal. There comes doubt with that. And of course, doubt within yourself and doubt from other people who are very close to you. Are you ready for that? Because it's coming. Have you built the relationships that can help you get through the storm? Do you have the systems in place, the personal, the business, the emotional systems in place to help you see yourself through the storm? Because most of the time when you're going after what you want, most people will not be able to relate to you because they're not doing that. Most people are going for what's right there in front of them. Most people are playing it safe. Most people aren't chasing anything down, but you are. You've decided to. You know that there's something more. You actually look forward to putting something in front of you, because that keeps you driving forward. If you want something, nobody has the right to talk you out of it. If you want something, you go out and get it. My question is, are you the person who's ready for it?